cliffcentral.com. Should we do some sport? Yeah. Let's, let's get into go. it. So Beyond the Scoreboard with Ben Karpinski. It's powered by Superbets. And you can go to the Beyond the Scoreboard page on cliffcentral.com. You'll get a 50 rand free bet when you sign up for Superbets. And let me tell you about this. We'll be talking about the Cricket World Cup in a minute, but you could stand the chance to win your share of 10,000 rands cricket prize pool with Superbets. You place a straight bet on the outcome of the Cricket World Cup before the 15th of October. So that means you've got about nine days to Mm. do this. So place a straight bet on that, and the outcome is all you're going to bet on there. You stand the chance to win that 10,000 rand. A minimum of 50 rand gets you into the draw. Sounds like a good reason to get in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just keep playing. Very good. So we're going to open up with the Rugby World Cup because okay. last night New Zealand played against Uruguay. Yes. And Los Terros, to their credit, held the New Zealanders to 0-0 after 21 minutes. Now, this is the same New Zealand that absolutely thrashed Italy, 96-17, mm. whatever it was. Yeah. So the, the, the final score, though, because in the next 60 minutes, they scored 73 points. So mm. 73 duck. Uruguay bow out, but what a cool experience for these guys. They get to just be on the same field as these players, let alone get to play in the World Cup. People, right. people keep saying we need more strength versus strength in World Cups. Good. Yeah, I, I get that. But also these guys, it's a cool feature. And not every single game has to be incredible at a World Cup. In its own way, this is a really cool thing for the sport. No one wants to see a thrashing, but this is how teams get better. I keep saying it. So people should really just drop that argument, I believe. Tonight is a big one, though. We've got France versus Italy. Now, Italy have mm. been completely and utterly thrashed in the last week. Rossi Erasmus believes that it, Italy are not a terrible side. They're just not very good against Southern Hemisphere teams. So France, of <coughs> course, Northern Hemisphere team. They're still without Dupont, whose face is still questionable. Although, if you read the news in various places, he's going to come back miraculously. Either way, France, Italy tonight, 9 o'clock. Okay. Saturday, Wales versus Georgia at 3. England, Samoa at quarter to 6. Ireland versus Scotland at 9. That is a really, really big one. Sunday, Japan versus Argentina at 1. Tonga versus Romania at quarter to 6. And Fiji versus Portugal will be the final and final pool game. So what does all that mean for the groups? Well, okay, Group A. France beat Italy tonight. Mm-hmm. They're going to finish top of the, the log. And they'll have New Zealand as the second place team. Mm-hmm. Group B, if Ireland beats Scotland, which they will, and I'm so tired of all these mathematical permutations for the sake of mathematical permutations, sure. Ireland will beat Scotland. They'll then finish top and SA will finish second. Forget about points, differences, and all that kind of stuff. Ireland are a significantly improved side over the years. And uh, as people in the comments section of my video keep telling me, they are much better than everyone else. So that then leads to quarterfinal of France versus SA which is fine. You want to win a World Cup, you got to beat the best teams. There's no, I would rather play these guys or those guys. You play who you get. And then New Zealand take on Ireland. Ireland never won a quarterfinal. New Zealand somehow, these dark horses have come mm. through looking very, very good. So just that side of the draw is so damn exciting. Pulls a group C. Now, this is quite interesting. So Wales will beat Georgia, so they'll win the group. And then Fiji will beat Portugal to finish second. Okay. If somehow Portugal... I don't know, if Fiji get food poisoning, um, who knows? Something might, if it's a, it's a hurricane goes through half of their hotel, uh, a hooker scandal, who knows? But if they somehow don't beat Portugal, then Australia will actually go through. But I mean, I'm just saying that for shits and giggles. Okay. And then Group D, England will beat Samoa to finish top. And then basically the winner of Japan versus Argentina will go through. And that is the final game on that um, those two teams are playing. So hugely exciting. I've got to say, like, Japan... 
yeah, it's a romantic choice, but Argentina should be better. This is a team that beat the All Blacks last year. This is a team that plays against hardcore, stiff competition in the rugby championship. A lot of their players, I think 13 of their squad play in England. These guys should be better, and I'm going to back them to go through there, which then gives quarterfinals of Wales versus Argentina, Fiji versus England. Okay. Let's not get it too much more ahead of ourselves than that. I think that's pretty much what the permutations will be, and those are your games uh, for the weekend. So the um, ICC, to their credit, have come out, and with less games now happening in the Rugby World Cup, because mm-hmm. now we've got knockouts, there's bigger lulls, right? Mm-hmm. So the ICC have given us the Cricket World Cup, which is such an absolute win. It might not be everyone's cup of tea. And if you look at the crowd yesterday in the opening match, it's no one's cup of chai, call it what you will. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge stadium, I get that. But the like, apparently ticket sales are not going so great for this event. And in many ways, and I don't want to sound like a downer because the Cricket World Cup is a Cricket World Cup. It's still a celebration of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. But cricket's kind of lost its identity in the last few years. You've got five-day cricket, which was always the pinnacle, a test cricket, the best thing. But that's only just kind of like for the rich nations now because we'll play a few scraps here and there, like a two-match series here or whatever it is, whereas England play against Australia, five-test series. It's the Ashes. India hosts them. It's a big deal, five-test series. So T20 then fills that massive void because that's where all the money is. So that's like the best live product. Mm-hmm. We get great domestic T20 things, the international series that generally shoehorn a lot more of those into the tours. And people just become accustomed to the fact that bowlers get hit for six and things are fast and furious for a basically, uh, I don't know, four-hour period. And then there's the 50-over ODIs, which is like the middle child that no one really cares anymore Mm -hmm. and just hopes that it stays under the stairs. But it's actually, if you're a cricket fan, it is probably the best (laughs) format for a challenge. 50-overs aside, huge amounts of strategy, ebbs and flows. But people just don't care that much, unfortunately. That's all, right. all it is. So, so I'm interested only because of what I mentioned earlier about this bet that you can win, like Correct. this 10,000 rand prize pool. So I looked at the rankings. You want to hear what the odds are at the moment? Yes. Mm-hmm. Odds are on Australia at 1.5 for a f- win now. We're talking about a total yeah. win. Australia, the next best, at 3.35. Sorry, you mean India first? India's first yes. in the rankings here in yeah. terms of the, of the odds. So we got India, then Australia, then England at 5. Okay, so that means if you put down a, a buck, you'll win five if, yes. if England actually do it. Then New Zealand, and only then South Africa, followed by Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Afghanistan, and at the bottom, Netherlands at 800 yeah. to one. So if you bet on the Netherlands, even if you put a rand down, you go at 800 rand. Well, you won't. You'll lose a rand. <laughs> yeah. So the Netherlands are ranked 14th in the world. They're the bottom. They're the bottom team. And Afghanistan are better than them, of course. <laughs> Afghanistan's odds are 125. Afghanistan have done relatively well, considering yeah. the fact that. So what's the smart bet, Ben? The smart bet's India at home, and I, I, do, I don't mean to say anything. I know it sounds boring, but New Z- Australia have just come here and they got a bit thrashed by the by the Proteas in those last three games. They then went and played some games in India. I think they've done a little bit too much in the prep. And also, they've got some injury concerns, which would suggest that I'm right by saying they've done too much in the prep. India in India is always a big thing. And those crowds, even though you won't see many people watching these other games, when India play, mm. it is like, it's like there's been no more cricket the next day. Okay. People go in there, they'd lose their minds. And these people don't even drink. And they're just shouting the whole time. They are the crowd of all crowds to get behind. So, look, England are a great side in, in ODIs, T20s. They've done really well. But yesterday they got absolutely hammered by New Zealand. New Zealand beat them by nine wickets in the opening match. So, New Zealand, I would say, would be a dark horse bet. India are your favorites. 
let's be honest, South Africa are going to do well because a lot of their players know the conditions now because mm-hmm. of IPL exposure. And the thing is about the IPL is that it's given a lot of teams exposure to Indian conditions. So it's not the massive void like it used to be. The guys will know what to do. Right. But India will still just be better. Uh, Pakistan, they've gone off the boil in recent years, so I wouldn't think look too much into them. Sri Lanka, they're either having a coup or a civil war or something's overthrowing a government there. Also not great. Um, also yeah. not very good drinking water. <laughs> uh, no, the farming's in disarray. So those were, those would be my, my, my sort of guesses for you. And then obviously um, today, Pakistan will take on the Netherlands at 10.30 tomorrow, Bangladesh versus Afghanistan. Uh, yes, I have written up Bangladesh too, not enough player depth. SA versus Sri Lanka. South Africa will open up their campaign against Sri Lanka 10.30 tomorrow morning. And then Sunday, huge game, India versus Australia. So I guess two top favorites going head-to-head straight away. That's a real win. Also this weekend, we've got big Premier League matches. Luton will take on Spurs at 1.30. Burnley versus Chelsea at 4 or on Saturday. And Man United versus Brentford. There were some fascinating results last weekend. I mean, like Brighton's been doing so well, they got absolutely thrashed. Man City, unbeatable, lost to Wolves. Man United lost to Crystal Palace. So there's lots of play for. Yeah, they have been. Actually, you're so right. But a lot of bounce back ability here. Brighton versus Liverpool, three o'clock on Sunday. West Ham versus Newcastle, three o'clock on Sunday. Very in depth sport uh, from from Simpiwe for Bales. He's down for this stuff. Nails it. And then Sunday, Arsenal versus West. Sorry, Arsenal versus Man City. And on the golf, there is. I know the Ryder Cup was a huge thing. Everything's a downer, but it's the Alfred Dunhill Links Championships. Right. Where basically Johan Rupert and his mates own St Andrews for the weekend, and then they make it into mm-hmm. a giant professional tournament. They play against the play across three courses, the old course of St. Andrews, Carnoustie and King's Barnes. Um, and they just take it over. So all the big celebrities who play golf in the whole world from like movie stars, sports stars or whatever, and then they get paired up with the pros and away they go. So it is a huge sporting weekend, absolutely massive. There is so much to go at here. Mm-hmm. Two World Cups running at the same time, a whole bunch of football and some fantastic golf. And if you're more of an armchair fan, I would recommend watching the David Beckham documentary series on Netflix, which I think is rather brilliant.